Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening. This is the Fool's Folly Podcast. Hey, it's week eight of the Office Apocalypse Party. Uh, <laughs> we can't do that. You can't look at that. You can't look that upset about our own show. Yeah, I fucking can. <laughs> Do you know why? You said week eight. Week eight. It's week eight, mate. Yeah. Is that not week eight? It is week I eight. Week eight. Eight yeah, weeks. We did it for two months. Eight weeks. Two months. That's twice as long as Ed Fringe. <laughs> I've had to do this. I, you know me. I'm a, commi- I'm a commitment phobe. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. You're a, you don't like it. No, but yeah, two, 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 two whole months, mate. Yeah, I know. Who would have thought when we did when we started this and we and we randomly said on that very first episode, "Fuck it, should we do this? Should we do this every week?" Who we, knew we were going to stick you, it out? You. It was me. It You're was me. the reason Wait, I have had to make time in my week <laughs> each week. You are the well, reason because you are the reason I have to keep putting this thing in the fucking ceiling. You are the reason. <laughs> My ceiling has holes in it. Well, you say that, but production value-wise, this could have stayed at the bare minimum, and it and this really is still the bare minimum. <laughs> but but you know, even even more so. Yeah, uh, anyway. than, than it already is. Well, welcome to the apocalypse office party. <laughs> My name's Darren Hill. My name is Connor Maud. Yeah. And we're here for an eight week and cheers, I guess. Yes. Thank you ever so much for listening. Um, thank you very much for, for watching, for listening, however you sort of interacting with the program. We really appreciate it because, you know, it's, I, I know Darren cynically jokes, uh, but actually is one of the the few things out of my week that I actually get to, to sort of enjoy because I don't know if you've noticed this, Dan, the world's a bit shit at the moment. Mm. Don't seem to be getting any better anytime soon, does it? It doesn't, does it? No, it doesn't. (laughs) It does not. Actually, things might be looking up. Oh, go on. Um, Because I got this. I got this email. uh, I got this email the other day. Yeah. uh, Sent to our sent to our uh, our Gmail. Our Gmail uh, account. The the false follow account. Yeah, yeah. I got this email, uh, and I think it. I think it just goes to show that our luck is sort of turning around. Okay. So I got this email. I'll, I'll read it out to you. Hello. My name is Usman Oni, but you may call me. Right. Okay. But you may call me Prince Usman the Third. I am writing to you today, as I believe we could be of assistance to one another. Right. My father, the King Usman, has recently passed and left to me a rather large fortune oh. of two trillion mm. niara. I think I'm spelling that right. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Excuse me. Around four point five million in your English ponds. Which I think is supposed to be pounds, but it was misspelled. <laughs> or it is just ponds. We're going to get paid in ponds. We're going to get paid in, in ponds. Oh, you know, uh, right. There is, however, a small issue with my inheritance. Of course there is, yep. It is currently held within a fund not accessible until I come of age, right. which will not be around four years now. However, there is a small loophole in my country which allows access to this fortune uh, to allow for studies abroad. I am looking to study in your great country of England, but without access to this money, I have no way to hire a lawyer to work through the details of this inheritance or the expenses of travel. Yeah. Now the part where you can be of benefit. Oh, excuse me. Let me reread that. Now the part where we can be of benefit to one another. 
If you send me the required funds, around 5,000 English pounds, I will be able to hire the lawman, which I think is supposed to be a lawyer, uh, and also arrange for travel to your country for your service. I, am w- I will give you 100,000 pounds, a small gift from me to my new friends. This will be available as soon as I am in England. Many of your countrymen have already turned down my very generous offer, and I believe you are my salvation. Please get back to me very soon, as someone may take this offer before you. Many thanks, Prince Usman. But clearly they're not. If you're, if one of your gambits is many people have turned it down, you then don't go, or well, someone else might have it, because no one else is clearly <laughs> having it. <laughs> so, uh, so I sent Pri- uh, Prince Usman the five grand um, that I took out of the company fund. So I'm just assuming that in any any day now, you know, we'll we'll be getting that check in the mail. It's fifty grand each. Uh, it's fifty. Grand what would you piece. do with fifty grand? You got fifty grand. What, what would, would you I do, do with fifty grand? grand? Oh god! I mean, there's not a fucking lot I could do. There's not much more I could do with fifty grand than I couldn't do with twenty quid at the moment, though. Do you know what I mean? Mm, <laughs> in the current in the current state of the world, for fifty grand, uh, I don't know. Um, I guess housing is still available. I guess maybe probably look at sort of putting it, getting some property or something like that. Um, yeah. Do you know, I've always wondered, mm. um, do you ever, did you ever, do you ever think that actually started off as a real thing? Do you, is there ever a world where that exists? Or where one of the them idea, is real? Where like maybe the first one ever was real. And actually, like, this person needed money to, to get their inheritance and, and things like that. Do you ever think that was ever a, ever a reality? No. Sorry, I'd love to be able to build on this, but no. <laughs> no. This is great. This is great no. improvisational Sorry. comedy we're doing no. now. <laughs> no, there is no, there is no Nigerian prince who needs to move their money. Move their money around. No? So desperately, no, no. Damn. Sorry, I know the rule of improv is never say no, but in this case, oh, right. I, I will take right, I will take factual accuracy <laughs> over over, yes over and... comedy fun time. Yeah. <laughs> it's very much no, but <laughs> yeah. oh, how you been? What have you been up to? What have you been doing? What have you been up to? It's only been a, again full disclosure. It's only been like two days since I we recorded the last happens. show again. Nothing's, so nothing has happened. Happening. Uh, um, oh, I can do. I can plug creative distance though. I do that straight. Okay, off the good, bat. fantastic. Yeah, get that, you know, yeah. then that, that's done, isn't it? So uh, when will uh-huh. this will, when this will come out? So creative distance is still I say this every is still going on. I've never worked on a project where it is so rampantly continuing. It's now like twice the length of Ed Fringe with stuff going on each yeah. week. It will be in its 12th week by the time this comes out. Ah, it will either. I think it will be week 11. I don't know. Week 11 will just ended, I think. Oh, I don't know. So week 12 will about to be. Not it's gone on for a long arbitrary. time. It's done a stint. It's done, it's, 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 it's done it, you know, it's, and, it, and, and I'll still, still be carrying on. So uh, Rachel Hammond will be back. Uh, will have done more stories. Again, Inspiration Creative are doing all their stuff. Uh, bits that I can't confirm at the moment. Because I don't, I don't know at the moment because of when we're what recording. That, when we're that, recording, yeah, indeed. And again, because of the nature of the we've done two, we've had to record two back to back. There will be announcements out that are really <laughs> exciting, particularly if you're a Kent-based artist. <laughs> is I suppose is enough of a tease that I can say. Uh, but if you That's follow Creative Distance, you'll know you'll know all that stuff. Um, 
and it'll be yeah keep an eye on the, on all the socials they're just down the bottom there as always yeah, go and yeah, follow yeah. them on Facebook follow them yeah. on Twitter and Instagram so, and etc so there you go apart from that uh, what have I been doing I've been listening to a lot of drunk women solving crime <laughs> good that's excellent what I, uh, that's what I do I'm I am still embroiled still embroiled again because of women. I'm still embroiled in a Duolingo leadership battle <laughs> and why I've been toing and froing with this lad who I realised today because I could see his profile that he's not even learning the same language as me he's learning Spanish so oh, it's not right, even, okay. you're put into leaderboards apparently just by doing a uh, doing a course it's not necessarily all the people who are learning French against all the people uh, right, who are learning Spanish but I'm against I'm against this lad learning Spanish and we keep toing <laughs> and froing over who is top currently I am top again I, excellent I, I'm fantastic top by chin, about, chin. thank you by about 100 points but if I am distracted at all during this episode, it's because I've got an eye on my phone. And if, su- if, that, if I get that notification saying I've lost top spot, show is ending yeah. until I've got it back and then we can resume. All right. So we'll okay, keep checking. So people, for people watching, we'll keep checking in. Yeah, we'll, because we'll, we'll keep checking it's in. It's more important to me. Indeed. <laughs> I've just, it's, it's just in my head. I've got to win. I've got to win. That's fine, mate. That's fine. That's I've got fine. to. I've been That's angry learning for the last two days. Every time nice. I get that notification, I angry learn. Nice. I mean, you know, you know. Sometimes anger is the best motivator. And uh, and I'm just gonna grip it and rip it real quick. Give me a moment. Oh, fresh. I gripped it and ripped it. That motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I um yeah I've been doing a lot because I say it's only been a, only been a couple of days. I fell in. This was actually before I fell in the hole. So if you watched last episode, you obviously heard about me falling in a hole the week before I fell in the sea. Sorry, I thought you meant an emotional hole, and I forgot that you, <laughs> you, you were talking about an actual hole. And because I'm a child, sea. right? Yeah. Yes. So so the other day I fell in I fell in the sea about two weeks ago. Yeah. That was exciting. So I was walking around. I went uh, basically. I was I was walking along the coast, and the tide started to come in. As the tide started to come in, there was this big gap mm. uh, in between, sort of two rocks that was about ten feet wide. Yeah. And I looked at it, and when in my in my head, I went, I could do that. I'll jump that. Mm. I um. Uh, I th- I then sort of did a small run up. I I leapt this gap, and of course plunged uh, into the sea uh, and landed about. Uh, sort of came up to my waist uh, in the in the ocean. Oh, man. Uh, so that was fun. So that was fun. So I walked all the way from uh, pretty much from Pegwell to uh, to Ramsgate, soaking wet. Uh, <laughs> so so that was fun. But again, it's been hot, so you probably dried in about two minutes. Well, that was a couple of weeks back now, though. Oh. So that was well, it was still a bit cool, oh, which oh, wasn't okay. as which wasn't as fun. Yeah. Oh, I found out. Um, so I talked last week about sort of. The first, I, I've I've only been wearing shorts sort of recently. I don't really I'm not really a shorts person. Mm. I'm sort of like a long sleeve, long trouser, heavy work boots kind of dude. I don't really fashion over function. Some people might say. Yeah. Um. And I was I've been wearing shorts, so I've been starting to get a tan. And because I actually really caught the sun, yeah. I um I started to use this after sun, mm. and I was sort of getting out. I was putting it on me. Uh. And so every day I was noticing. Oh, I've, you know, I'm getting kind of a kind of a really nice town i'm looking quite sort of nice and bronze mm. 
Uh, it was only to today that it was pointed out to me that I've been using an aftersun that has a tanning agent <laughs> within the the cream. So I've been I've been accidentally essentially self tanning at home. So that's why my face is a little, that's why my face is a little bit brown. My legs and oh, arms are a little bit more brown than they are. So, uh, but hey, I, st- I look like you know, maybe I'll well, come at this looking like a, some sort of Greek god. Well, that uh, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be fun? At least one of us will. That's that's nice. I need to do the exercise, of course, because yeah, because I'm not doing that. I go out for a walk for two hours, but eat and drink my weight in alcohol. Mm, I do um tell you a thing I do, and mm, yeah, he might watch and hear this, but that's fine. <laughs> I uh, live in a house with two other people. One of those people owns an electronic drum kit, right, which okay. is kept in the guest room. Uh-huh. In, the, in the house, so it's kind of a you know it's not so what? it's a communal room, sure where books, CDs are kept. It used to be my bedroom when I was a kid, right, and then okay. my brother, you know, my brother doesn't live, you know, my brother doesn't live here anymore, so there's no real use for that room. Yeah, and then it's where get you know it's a guest room, it's where guests stay. But there's an stay. electronic drum kit in there. What's an electronic drum kit? I don't know what that is. So it's it, it's a little it it's about that big, and it's got yeah the, instead of a big drum kit, it's just got pads. Right, okay. And then you hit the pads with a drumstick, it creates electronically the sound of a drum. So it's the sound... All right, okay, interesting. Sure, okay, I'm with you. He's got one of them. This person has one of them. So what I do... And and this person is not shy about using it. Good. Either. Okay. And I would say at inappropriate times of the day. (laughs) Okay. So what's what's inappropriate times? Oh, any time, really. But (laughs) particularly after after seven o'clock. In the evening. Yeah. So what I do sometimes is I go and sit in that room and just sit there. (laughs) So this person can't play the drum kit. Because there's an occupant. Yeah. Can you not wear headphones? I assume, like, is it not like an electric keyboard where you could put headphones on them and play? Well, if if there is, either he's not doing that. Yeah. Out of choice. Because I get, I just it doesn't give you, you the same still, sort of feedback. I know, but even still, you can still, I can still hear the tapping. Yeah, I guess. Oh, would that actually be more annoying? That 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 dull thud. <laughs> mm. That would be quite irritating, actually. <laughs> God love that person. Yeah, but it's got yeah. to stop. <laughs> we have to stop it's, it's, your housemate. <laughs> got to uh, i just I, I just find it interesting that i'll just hide it i'll hide it eventually <laughs> i'll hide it don't hide it all in one go though hide bits at a different at different times well there are only two components and it's the kit itself and the sticks i could hide the sticks oh okay oh i assumed you would be able to like detach the little parts of it as well no like, no no it's, a, it's one unit oh, that was one unit about that big yeah which i guess actually detaching the, the individual units kind of defeats the object of having an electric drum kit you may, at that point you may as well just get a drum kit yeah a drum kit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you've been living living the dream living the high life with your with your noise right Darren Hill do you want to do some quick fire questions yeah go on then should we do some Q, Q, QFQs Aye, 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 aye. Do you want to go first? Uh, what, do I want to answer first or ask first? What's what you, what you oh, saying? I don't care. What do you want to do? <laughs> okay, I'll ask first. Right. Let's, I'll, ask first. ask first. I'll ask first. Uh, apple pie or apple crumble? Apple crumble. Good answer. Oh. That The only answer, actually. I agree. 
what's the best thing about where you live? It's quiet. Nice. The chances of anything coming from Mars are... A million to one, they said. <laughs> I'm really happy you but got that. But still, That could be the rest of the show. It really could be. If you know what, if you ever want to go... So I didn't go for a run the other day, full disclosure. Uh, when I oh, said I was going <laughs> to, well, it was it it got colder, yeah. So I didn't want to yeah. go out and, but I'm, I might still go this week. Who knows? Uh, I got a massive blister on my toe though, which, uh, you know. Anyway, but when I have been on runs in the past, mm. I did listen to the War of the Worlds whole soundtrack because it's such a a, a jam. It's like such a motivating sort of. Piece it is of music. the best version of War of the Worlds. Aside from the novel, oh, oh, it's the uh, best adaptation of. It's the best. No, it's the best. It's the best. It's the best. I think even over the novelization. Do you? Interesting. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's the. It's such a good a good way to consume it. I think. Uh, finish the sentence. Mm. The thing about me is. I just don't care. <laughs> uh, what is the most frightened you've ever been? Oh, most frightened I've ever been. Ah, okay. When we were teenagers. <laughs> me and you. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. we were in a cricket field once and and we were. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I do. <laughs> uh, we were getting we were getting drunk. We were with our friend Josh. We must have been. We were too 14? young. For full disclosure, yeah. we were too young. We shouldn't be in this we cricket field were. at late, very late at night, and we shouldn't have been drinking. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. But yourself and our companion uh-huh. had both received warnings from the police about drinking in public, and I hadn't about, before. About a week before, and I hadn't before. I hadn't. Uh huh. So the plan was, <laughs> if the police turned up, I would stay and take the ticking off and the first warning, and you and Josh uh-huh. would run and hide into the trees <laughs> to avoid the fact that they would then have to report it to your parents. That was the procedure back then. Anyway. Yeah. I totally agreed to this plan and thought, yep. fine. I think it might have even been your plan. It may, may have been. You were very yeah. drunk. I seem to remember. I was. Uh, Josh was yeah. kind of drunk, but fine. And I was actually pretty sober. Yeah. Um, because at that point in my... Uh, it leads on to another story. I won't... Let's not confuse it. Um, <laughs> ah, now that's also when I was scared. So we'll get back to that. I'll give you two. I'm giving you bonus content. <laughs> and they're both about bonus my, neuro- content. my early neuroticies neurotic- <laughs> neurotic- about alcohol. Uh, so we're in this, in this cricket field having a drink. That's the plan. That's all coming. A car pulls up that vaguely looks like a police car. <laughs> I immediately forget the plan. Me and Josh bolt it into the trees. You are too drunk to understand what has happened. And you are just flailing around in a field <laughs> waiting for the police to get you. And oh, I run into the Josh. trees and I run with Josh and we both find a little spot and we perch down and he looks at me and he goes, you're not meant to be here. And I go, oh, fuck, no, I'm not. Yeah, but I'm here now, and he goes, "Oh well." Uh, oh God! And there's me, Lance. Yeah. Lance, where have you gone? So, <laughs> for momentarily, that's that's the time I was like, "I'm really scared that I can think of." Also, the very first time <laughs> I had a like a drink was with you and our friend Josh. Mm-hmm. Again, I think I I think it was just after my 16th birthday, and it, we had just done a show, and we were at mine. We'd gone back to my house. Oh for, for yes, a drink, I remember this. Drink, yeah. Right? I was petrified of alcohol mm. en masse. I remember that night I had 
two bottles of cider and then got into the recovery position just in case. <laughs> oh God, just just, just in on case. The off chance. <laughs> Fucking melon. Oh. Now oh. look at me. Now look at me. I'll put the bottle now of wine away. Like no one's business. <laughs> Excluding the film The Room, because I think it's a cop-out answer, and I think this would be your answer. What's the best worst film you've ever seen? Oh, uh, it's a it's a film called uh, Dog Soldiers. <laughs> We've had conversations about this before. Dog Soldiers. Okay. Is it do- is it Dog Soldiers or War do- War Dogs? I'm sure it's Dog Soldiers. I'm sure it's you, Dog you explain it. I'll look it up. Dog Soldiers is about uh, an SAS team who are doing a uh, an exercise drill in the forest. I can't remember where. And basically, there are werewolves. They find werewolves. <laughs> and it's basically the SAS versus werewolves. And it's got Sean mm-hmm. Pertwee in it. And it's brilliant. Yep. And it contains my favourite line of dialogue in any film, which is this SAS team realise that there's something afoot going on in the woods. And Sean Pertwee, in the gruffest voice, goes... I've got to try and get this right. He goes, right, lads, this operation is now officially active. Anyone not carrying live rounds is a fucking idiot. And if Little Red Riding Hood pops out of the bushes with a bad attitude and a bazooka, I expect you to chin the bitch. (laughs) Dog Soldiers is right as well. It's the the best film. The Room, I hated The Room when I first saw it. I didn't get the cult-like status, but then I saw it at the Prince Charles with people who really got it. And that film is an experience. Yeah, the, didn't you? Should... Didn't you also see Tommy Wiseau there? As he was well? there. Was Him that... and Greg Cesaro were there. And yeah, Q and A. God, he looks like he's made of plastic, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah, he's he looks like he's a plastic human. <laughs> he is a very, very. But they're they're releasing a new film as yeah, well. Like it's coming out. Or I think it's supposed to. It's such a oh, weird thing. Yeah. But when you're in a cinema, and you know, every time like the spoons come up, you know, the frame of the spoons. Anyone who doesn't know understand what we're talking about, just go- Google it, okay? Just go, go, go and watch go, the movie. Go and, watch and go and watch the movie. And actually, don't watch it on your own, though. No, you've got to watch it with watch other people. It, watch it with people. Yeah. But every, t- you know, every time we were, I was in the cinema, it, it was a tradition that when uh, the spoons come up in the frame, these picture frames, this, the spoons come up, that everyone throws plastic spoons at the screen. So you get covered. <laughs> and someone at the back always shouts, Spoon! And... <laughs> And just hoy hoy is a spoon down. Brilliant. Finish the lyric. Yeah. Ooh ah, just a little bit. Ooh ah, a little bit more. Ooh ah, just a little bit. You're the one I'm looking for. (laughs) It's Tina fucking G. That's my childhood. I thought she was going to be my wife when I was seven. (laughs) That would have been, she probably would have got very arrested for that. Where's the scariest place for a ghost to show up? As in scary for for the ghost? Or scary for you to see the ghost? I imagine probably scary for you to see the ghost. I'm not sure a ghost gets scared by a lot, <laughs> apart from other ghosts. Maybe older ghosts. <laughs> uh, where's the scariest place for... Uh... Yeah. I mean, the most inconvenient would be when you're on the shitter, right? That would be the... That was my answer! That was my answer! <laughs> that was but I don't know if you'd be scared. I'd be, just, so happy. I'd be more like, what are you doing, dude? You just look down and... Ah. <laughs> oh, if he's in the... Tw- yeah, that would be... But yeah, anything. Yeah, but, 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 but that doesn't have to just be a ghost. That could be anything. 
If you look down and you <laughs> yeah. see anything other than water, shit and piss, <laughs> I'd go, uh, what? Why are yeah. you there? My other one was in your wallet when you when you don't have enough money to pay for coffee. Oh, that was, again. That was the other. I don't know if that'd be so scary. Only, I'd just be not, annoyed. Well, no, because you're not only are you you're now inconvenienced because, oh, God, I haven't got money for this cappuccino I was going to buy. Ah, there's a ghost in my wallet as well. You can go back in time and have written one book, play, movie or album. Which medium, and within that medium, which what are you writing? Did you conclude film? Yep, movie, movie, playbook, or album. Uh, I wouldn't go back far, and I'd write, uh, I'd write the, I would write the screenplay to In Bruges. Oh, nice, good answer. Very, very good answer. It's still the best <clears throat> film. It's, it's a me. great movie. It's a great, great movie. Rank these TV chefs. Mm. <laughs> On who you think would be the best babysitter. Mm-hmm. Hugh Van Wittingstall, Gino DeCampo or Gordon Ramsay. Now. <laughs> Gino is last. Wow. That is a first, I'm pretty sure. Why? Are you about to be racist? No. Don't be racist. No. No. <laughs> God. How's that rumour start? <laughs> I, I, do you know why, G, why Gino? I saw a clip of him on this this morning. It came up on my news feed of mm-hmm. him. It was one of those funny compilation things. And it was him trying to uh, say the phrase, you know, trying to describe someone as being pregnant. And he was looking for the phrase, they're up the duff. Right. Okay. And Philip Schofield filled it in and he goes, oh, sorry, I was about to get it wrong. I was about to say she's up the muff. I think, <laughs> I think Gino accidentally would teach my kids... Uh, if I, if, I if they were looking, if he was looking after my children, mm-hmm. which I don't have, by the way, I just need to. <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah, um, I mean, there could be there could be a few running around there, but I've got a sto- I've got aware a sto- of. Right, there is a, there is a, a story to this. Uh, <laughs> no, nothing like that. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think accidentally, Gina would teach my kids things that I don't want them to know. Sure, okay. He'd be really cool and really fun. Um, then it's Gordon. Again, Gordon would be efficient, but again, mm-hmm. they're learning words that you don't want them to learn. And then actually, it's Hugh Furley Whittingstall, because I, I think he'd be the most fun. I think he'd be. Right, I think he'd okay. be fun. I think incredible. He, I think he. You know, I've often put him bottom of this list because I think he's a bit bumbling. But actually, I would trust him <laughs> with. I would trust him to with look the, after with the, a with little. With the caretaking of my children. Yeah. Or one's children. I think he'd teach them things that'd be good. He's wholesome. They're not learning anything that I don't want them to. So yeah. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Very wholesome. Right. Okay. So here's a fun one. Mm. Oh, sorry. Can I tell you the story to... about kids? Of course you may. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, once, right. I once, for a, a friend of mine, I agreed to go and pick their child up from school. <laughs> I know the story, yeah, go on. And I was I was in the playground waiting for them. Waiting, not for my friend, for their child. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for their child to come out. Uh-huh. And I obviously, again, my neuroticism kicked in because I'm already like, I'm, a, I'm just a lone man in a playground. And I'm picking up a child yeah. that actually isn't mine. So <laughs> sure, it's fine. But, you know, I'm yeah. sure we all know it's fine anyway. Because I am quite a, let's be honest, in many ways, generic looking man. <laughs> Tall, dark haired, white dude, right? It's, it's sure. My ex-girlfriend then turns up in, in this playground. Like my very first mm-hmm. girlfriend turns up in this playground to pick up her 
child and then and then my friend's child comes out and and comes up to me and and um and and put it this way he doesn't look <laughs> a million miles away no he doesn't from what there's if a... i had a child what that child would look like that yeah and i had a moment he's he's he, he's tall he's slim he's got dark hair i had a moment yeah, where she clocked me and definitely <laughs> thought i was also picking up my child <laughs> isn't that weird like that could that is a possibility that could happen oh it's not actually that weird we're outliers mate. we should be grandparents at this point (laughs) (laughs) sorry carry on okay so more questions create the next top 10 single so i want a name and i want a genre okay so name genre band or solo artist okay so the name is call me your motherfucking bitch baby but obviously okay. with, with, with a load of um, asterisks in because we've got to get it into the... Um, we've uh, we've the other, got to it, get it on. It is, it's a classical power ballad. <laughs> what were the other questions? <laughs> okay. Uh, so name, genre, band or solo uh, act? It is a band. And, uh, and the name of the band is? is? the uh, South Wales All-Male Choir. <laughs> And okay, in excellent. order to yeah. be a member of this choir, or your surname has to be Jones. <laughs> so that's Call Me Your Motherfucking Bitch Baby by the South Wales All-Male Choir uh, singing uh, their power ballad. Fantastic news. Uh, and finally, final question. Mm. You, a bear, a jaguar, and Qu- Chris Tarrant... Sorry. You, a bear, a jaguar, Chris Tarrant and Andre the Giant in a battle royale. Who's coming out the victor? Okay. Here's how I see this going down. <laughs> uh, so uh-huh. you've gone... Okay, you've gone battle royale. What, okay, I need to know the rules of engagement. So if it's, it's, it's a complete free-for-all. You all start in a field. It's in field. a field. Okay, so it's Let's in a field. talk about... Mu- much, li- much like the... Uh, much like the... the you got a wave of zombie, uh, child yeah. zombies coming at you. You're in sort of a, a football, football-sized field. It's you, a bear, a jaguar, Chris now, Tarrant, Andre I, the Giant. I, here's how I hope it would go down anyway. I think the jaguar mm-hmm. goes for the bear, and I think the bear... Mm. Well, the bear destroys the jaguar, right? Because bears, bears, bears do beat big cats in fights. We Historically... Mm-hmm. That used to happen in bear painting yeah, pits. Where, that yeah, mountain, yeah, yeah, lions mountain, against yeah. bears, and uh, everyone always thought the lion would try, but the, the bear just its paws too big and it cracks the the skull. So yeah. I I hope that's what happens. I think mm-hmm. then between myself, Chris Tarrant, and Andre the Giant, we have to fight the bear. Oh, okay, so you're teaming up. Right? Sure, okay, I'm with you. Now, ideally, uh huh, <laughs> me and Tarrant team up against Andre. <laughs> so beat you've the beaten bear. the bear at this point hopefully you've Andre has done most of the heavy lifting in the fight against the bear and it's taking it out of him uh huh right sure okay I'm liking this and then I think because uh-huh. I just get the idea that Tarrant's a backstabbing little twat anyway <laughs> I think as Andre is like pulling like the colon out of the bear like Tarrant's yeah. there with some sort of blunt object that he's found and he just bang. So he's just beamed him. And I won't stop him because I'm not an idiot. Andre. You're a smart man. So it's down to the wire. It's you and Tarrant. I fancy me against Tarrant. 
So I suppose you yeah. fancy you against Tarrant, yeah? So out of those I creatures, win. you've come out victorious. <laughs> well, I must admit, mate, I did not expect that outcome. I can follow the logic, though. I think that's a really, you know, I think that's sound logic. I think that's one thing I learned. If the, if the only thing I learned at university is is that as long as you're willing to back up your claims with evidence and a sound, mm-hmm. you know, a sound thought pattern. You can make anything seem credible. Any other questions? No, Darren Hill, those are my questions. Thank you very much for playing along. Okay, Mr. Connor Moore, are you ready for your quick fire questions? I am indeed. Uh, question one. What gets you mad? Get mad uh, as in angry or mad as in like, woo, uh, oh God. Um, people, uh, people mm-hmm. who litter. That gets me really angry. Uh, people, do you know what gets me really angry? Is when someone says, someone starts mm-hmm. telling me something and then halfway through starts to peter out the conversation like kills off the conversation i have to know what that is i have to, i have to know what the end of that conversation is it infuriates me to to not know no. i can't i can't be i can't be told and it's not it doesn't even have to be gossip it could be anything and if i'm seen to have sort of lost interest for a second and they go well don't worry i i'm like no i ha- i yeah. have to know now because otherwise i will kill you uh, <laughs> uh, most inappropriate inappropriate time you farted I <laughs> that's a very f- telling very <laughs> the very fir- I'm aware there's people in my house and I'm being loud the very first time I slept with my last long term girlfriend she we were she was and we were <laughs> And I'd eaten, I'd eaten, I'd eaten curry the night before, uh, and and it was while I was, and she, <laughs> I think we all get the, uh, I think we all get we the, move on? the gist, yeah, yeah, while, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. she was on top. <laughs> if anyone's on me. Uh, <laughs> if you could have the head of any animal, uh-huh. what would it be? So you you've got the rest of your body, but you've got Ooh. to have just the head of the of an animal. Something that sees really well, maybe like a hawk, or some sort of bird of prey. Something that can see really far and really wide, like has a big peripheral vision cool. as well. Good answer. Worst thing to say at a wedding: Will you marry me? <laughs> uh, just to a- anyone. <laughs> Especially for the groom, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you'd be a good detective? Yes, I think so. Why? Why? I think I. I think there are there are times when I am I'm very aware that I'm in my own head and I'm very ne- neurotic about it. But I sometimes feel like when I'm going down a path uh, and and I'm thinking about something, I feel like sometimes I can see all the steps that lead to the natural conclusion. Mm. So sometimes I, I go, well, if, if this happens, then this is going to happen. And if that happens, this could happen. If this happens, this could happen. Da, 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 da. And, I, and, I, and I sometimes feel like I can follow that all the way down to its natural end mm. sometimes. Not all the time, but, you know, in, in a Poirot-esque level of, uh, of deduction, I feel like sometimes that could be a really uh, a, a thing that my brain can do. Yeah, it sounds like you, and well, do well. like you would be a good detective. Uh, describe yourself in three words. Uh, 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 neurotic. <laughs> uh, neurotic, flamboyant, because you know. Let's face it. Uh, and 
uh, and loyal. Rank the Spice Girls <laughs> in order of who you think would be best at breaking bad news from worst to best. Breaking bad news. Shit. I'm in a real dilemma here. Yeah, you might be. Because I think my girl, I think Mel B is going to be the worst at it. No, I hate saying it. I hate saying it so much. I'm sorry, Mel B. Oh, but I don't think she'd be that good. I think she'd be a little bit cold. And I think she'd be a little bit nasty with it. You know, sometimes you watch mm. her on X Factor. I know that's not necessarily the best judge of someone's actual character. No. But I'm just uh, I'm just sort of thinking, so it might, unfortunately... Oh, please don't be mad. Uh, it, might be, it might be Mel B. Then yeah. it's Victoria Beckham, uh, just because I think she's probably got poor empathy skills. Um, and again I've got no real grounding for that but I just think she might have then it's probably it could probably be a toss up between Jerry and Mel C for for second and uh, and third and then number one in a complete turn of fates I think Emma Bunton's going to be the best I think she'd probably be the best at breaking bad news I think she's a very sort of happy and polite person I think she's very empathetic uh, and I think, yeah, I think she'd be really good at it. And she's got that sweet little face, you know. Um, I think, I think, in a <laughs> in, in upside down mm. world, it's topsy turvy over here. Uh, Emma's coming wow. first. Yeah. Okay, next question, which is weird because you asked me something very similar. Create mm-hmm. the dream band or music ensemble. You can have up to five people. Oh. Wow, we. You don't have to have five, but you can have okay. up to five. Okay, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have Sid Vicious from mm-hmm. the Sex Pistols. On obviously we'll have to you know bring him back from the dead, but yeah, I'm assuming we can do that, right? Yeah, yeah, we can bring him back from the dead. So I have six, six uh, on um probably on vocals. I'm having, uh, I'm having Larry Pink. On guitar, who's the guitarist mm. for the for Slaves, the band? I'm gonna have. Oh God, this is really hard. It's for... Oh God, who else do I want in there? Oh, I'm gonna have Benny Blanco okay. to write the music. Who's a yep. he's a music producer. Uh, I'm gonna have. I need someone on drums. I might actually just have the other uh, uh, Isaac um, Isaac Holman mm-hmm. from Slaves as well uh, for percussion and 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 backup vocals, and then. And then a fifth one, because I want to do five now that I've got the opportunity to be able to. I want like a, a God, this is tough. Maybe like as like a weird mix, I'm gonna bring someone like Prince. I'm gonna bring Prince back as well nice. for another sort of vocal. So it's like a weird soul punk mashup of a nice. of a group. Complete the sentence. Yeah. I'm afraid I can't do that because... I'm so inept. <laughs> True or false? Michael Owen was born with three sixes on his head. <laughs> True. <laughs> Those are all my questions. Oh, Michael Owen, as always, finishing off, finishing us off. I don't know if I've said it before. Yeah. I hate that man. That man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't I'm like sure that much, he's do you? crying about it. Just do not 
like that man. A hat trick against Germany does not give you the right to slag off Alan Shearer. <laughs> no, no, sir. No, no, sir. I got another game for us. Uh, I call this game Dog Toy or Sex Toy. Now, I'm going to give you the name of either a oh, dog toy okay. or a sex toy, and you have to tell me, you have to tell me right. which you think it is. So, I think there's one, two, three, four, I think there's about ten here. So, you got, uh, you got, you got an opportunity to, uh, to get a couple of points here. So, we've got the first one. The frostbite. Is that a dog toy or a sex toy? The frostbite. I think that's a dog toy. Okay. Uh, what are your reasonings for that? Let me let me know your thinking. I just reckon it's a it's a it's a squidgy squeaky thing that looks like an icicle. <laughs> right, okay, uh, it is a it is a dog toy. You are absolutely right. It's a frisbee Fine. Uh, of some description. Uh, number two, the fatty patty. The fatty patty. Is that a dog toy or a sex toy? It's a sex toy. Yeah, <laughs> and what sort it's of sex a toy thing do you think it is? For hitting big people with. <laughs> No, the Fatty Patty is a sex doll. Uh, so it's a life-size, plus-sized right. sex doll that you can I just have thought it was with. like a... I thought it was like a big <laughs> hand on a stick. You thought you you thought it was essentially a punishment for chubby people. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be a punishment. It could just be a... There, there. <laughs> but, like, but like sexy punishment. Oh, it's like a, a commiseration as well. Sure. The Tantus Pelt. The Tantus pelt. Is that a dog toy or sex, a sex toy? toy? Tantus sounds kind of sexy. Sounds a bit like tantric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That is indeed a sex toy. Uh, it's a it's it's a paddle for uh, you know uh, doing paddle. bad stuff with like a what do you mean a pa- smacking like with. canoeing it's a like paddle, a canoeing yeah. paddle. No, like a like a paddle like a paddle about that big. It's got a handle. You smack your no. That's a fatty patty. <laughs> The gape ball and rope. Dog toy. The gape ball and rope. Is that a dog toy or a sex toy? Okay, what sort of dog toy do you think it is? A ball and a rope. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is indeed a dog toy. Uh, It's a rope with a ball on the end. I thought I might, you know, thought I might. The uh, the Henrietta. The Henrietta. Is that a dog toy or a sex toy? I've no idea, but I, I will go. Dog toy. Yeah, it is a dog toy. Yeah, that's a rubber chicken. I think you've got everything right so far, bar the actual, uh, bar the actual what it exactly it is. The O-nut. The O-nut. Is that a dog toy or a sex toy? O-nut. Ah, uh, sex toy. <laughs> yeah, it's a sex toy. Um, it's a penetrative mm. aid. Yeah, O-nut. Penetrative, uh, <laughs> penetrative aid. aid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Tossalot. The Tossalot. Is that a dog toy or a sex toy? I think that's... I think it's a dog toy. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, what sort of dog toy do you think it might be? Is it for wanking dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Just to help the dogs get their good cum. Uh... <laughs> Uh, no, it's an octopus. It's a small, uh, plushy octopus. Uh, and final one, the gourd rubber tug. The gourd rubber tug. Is that a dog toy or a sex toy? The gourd rubber I think rubber that's tug. a dog toy. <laughs> it is a dog it's toy. To, it's like for doing a tug of war, right, with a dog? 
Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a it's a chew toy. I just I was trying to put some of the ones in that sound that could be you know a bit smutty. I know um, my dog toys and it. my sex toys. So we go. I think you've got every single one there. My mum used to do Anne Summers parties, mate. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine points. Yeah, oh god, I forgot about that. Damn it. Shall we go over to positive thoughts? I would love to go over to positive um, thoughts, Darren. As always, these are some very real positive thoughts. As always. Just to to send the folks home happy. Okay. Uh, Positive thought number one. Tegan in the South Shields says... Uh, Tegan says, uh, last week, out of the blue, her neighbour, two doors down, left some homemade cookies in her porch. Oh, that's very sweet. She says, I assume it was an attempt at genuine human kindness, but since I am type 2 diabetic, I can't rule out that I was the victim of a hate crime. (laughs) Fantastic. Sure. Uh, Paula in Kensington says, uh, sorry, didn't mean to send this. Oh, okay. (laughs) Weird, sure. Fiona in Birmingham says, We have more canals than Venice. And like Venice, Mm. since the outbreak, the water is getting clearer and the natural inhabitants are becoming visible. Yesterday, for the first time in years, a discarded pram was on show for all the world to see. And that made me think, it's not so bad, this. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, Next email... uh, Oh, d- uh, dear Mr. Hill, I'm writing to inform you that your court case has been moved. Sorry. Yeah, moving on. Sorry, moving sorry, on. Yeah, uh, Megan in Wolverhampton says, <laughs> Boys, I heard what Craig wrote to you and I am livid. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like we're really coming in the middle of a, of a ha- what, what, what once mm. was a ostensibly happy marriage. This week, I gave in and told him to do what he likes. <laughs> After a heavy night on a deceptively boozy gin liqueur, Craig got all artistic and shaped our front garden hedge into a bear. Fine. Two nights later, I found him in my best leopard print dress, trying to decapitate the hedge bear while screaming, I'm Mel B, you grizzly twat. Another Mel B fan. I can't. I can't. I can't discredit him for being a. I'm filing for divorce. No, not the Wolverhamptons. Sophie in Hackney says. <sighs> hang on, hang on, wait, wait, wait. Now I'm ready. This week, Mark made an astonishing admission to me during our weekly Monopoly game. He had just managed to complete building on Mayfair. And given his extensive property portfolio, was almost certain to win. When he suddenly offered to sell all of his property at a bargain price. Something felt odd. And I wasn't sure if he was okay. I asked if everything was alright. A really long pause took hold. I got the sense that something big was about to be said. The silence was agonising. I could see in his eyes he was working out how best to say what he wanted to. Eventually, he broke the silence by lifting his head, staring straight in my eyes and simply saying, I love you. Another, much shorter pause followed. He then went on to say, 
I think I always have. But these last 11 weeks have given me the time to know for certain. I think you are brilliant. And I'm at my happiest when I'm with you. I'm under no illusions and I understand that these feelings aren't reciprocated. I just needed you to know. There followed yet another silence. I really didn't know what to say. He then added, If I have made this unbearably awkward, I am so sorry and I'll do whatever you need to be comfortable. I smiled at him. He smiled back then slowly stood up and walked out of the lounge and to his room. Mm. I sat for the rest of the night with his words going round and round inside my head. The truth is, no one has ever said anything like that to me. I just don't know how to do this. Mark. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Hang on. I actually need a minute. Oh. Yeah, come on. Hasn't written Carry in. No. <laughs> uh, oh, that actually caught me off guard a little bit. Oh, <clears throat> I actually I need a moment. <laughs> oh. Occasionally... Christ Almighty! We do do sincerity on this show, and it's it's really nice. We do, yeah. <laughs> oh goodness gracious me! Oh bloody hell! Well, as always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you ever much for watching the Fools Forty podcasts. Be safe, be loved, be afraid, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you ever so much for watching, and all that leaves is for Darren to say, "Bye, friends." Bye.